0: Fagila Vilakazi is director of the Gender Equity Unit at the University of the Western Cape and a political analyst. Dr. Vilakazi, good morning. I think the Women's League has seemed to almost be, I don't know if this is fair, a non-player in our politics for several years. What kind of role should it be playing?
1: Good morning, Stephen, and to listeners at home. The Women's League has a huge responsibility, Stephen, to make sure that our politics in South Africa agenda, number one, Um, you know, so they need need to keep a a watchful eye, a very diligent eye in terms of making sure that the ANC as an organization is feminist led, uh, is sensitive to the needs of marginalized uh, bodies in the country, so that's the one thing. And secondly, of course, they have a responsibility to lead and guide the women's movement generally in the country. I mean, it's a huge responsibility given to the ANC, it's not necessarily just the ANC, I think it's all of us. But if you think about them as being part of the ruling party, and if they want to be a leader of society, as the ANC claims, they would have to see themselves in that role.
0: Um, there's so many different ways of looking at what's happened. I mean, Badabila Lamini losing this election, receiving a very small number of votes. How would you describe the Lamini era of the ANC Women's League?
1: Stephen, that was a very shaky era um troubling era you know i mean there's so many things that were happening under the leadership of Umama, Lamini. i just want to point out first that i think just on a positive note her leadership was able to to develop the women's desk the young women's desk in particular something that was never there the lgbtqi desk which is something that was never there and i think that is commendable generally however we've seen her leadership really clouded with issues of sasa you know the pejorary case and um, the, the kinds of stances that are anti that that are patriarchal in nature you know one of the examples would be her support for former president jacob zuma for example you know in the case of a rape a crazy. and and that is something that i think that was a turning point particularly for the women's movement in the country it angered a lot of people um you know, not just the family of or crazy, but the, just the, the, the women's movement. Because I remember many of us were in the pavements in the Johannesburg court, like probably 13 or 20 women against a, a, a cloud of ANC bodies. And we were saying, why is it that you're defending a president that has committed rape? So those kinds of things. And it was under her watchful eye. And um, one can say a lot. So you've seen then under her leadership a kind of a women's league that was not uh, strong in terms of taking an, a, you know, an anti-patriarchal stance, challenging the leadership of the ANC to make sure that it is not just men-led, to make sure that uh, it is it is really sticking up to its commitment to being an unsexist organization. But I think in that mandate, the ANC women's leader, um, and her leadership and I think even previously, you know, uh, she just inherited that. If you speak about you have to contextualize it, Stephen within the ANC as an organization. The ANC as an organization, the women's league in particular, has failed the women of South Africa. And I I think her coming back into challenging the position of the presidency in this conference, I don't think it was going to work. Um, Just on that note, but also internally, what you've started to see happening is the division within the women's movement itself. Stephen, why don't you ask yourself, where is Nomvula Mukonyan at this conference? Why is she not here? you know yes we told that they're doing other things but that is that is honestly ridiculous um, has been a key member of the women's league she was absent in this conference something that we can't just not question right we know there are those divisions that are happening there um people like your, your you know, uh, um, other members, I, I'll mention a couple of names, but but that shows you how divided the ANC Women's League is. We know what has happened, that some members within the Women's League actually did not even like her. Or don't even like and not even did not. So those things are there, just issues of relationships, issues of not trusting each other, issues of fighting and squabbling amongst amongst each other. And it was under the leadership of Mama Umbatabil, you know. The fact that the league could not go to, to 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 electing its leadership eight years ago was also under a leadership. Um, you know, and, and it was disbanded. So those kinds of things, it's like when you want to be a president of a league of this nature. You must be able to demonstrate the quality and of leadership and the decisiveness on these issues that are troubling the country, especially, Stephen, and listeners at home, when gender-based violence and femicide is the number one pandemic in South Africa. These are issues of life and death. Women are dying in the hands of men, right? Um, so that's the that's the second thing. Thirdly, Stephen, it's the question of political violence, uh, not just in case it against women's bodies within the african national congress and i've said this before the anc is more than 100 years old they have failed dismally to support women leadership within the organization they speak they speak they they they, they probably walk the language but they're not doing it right so they're tokenizing women similarly to the manner in which the Cyril Ramaphosa yesterday last night as was closing he continued to deepen that wound promising women a lie promising the women of the NC to say, you are leading us here 50-50%. Where is that 50% when they go to the polls and, and vote? Why is it that the NC does not have a, a female president? As we speak, they've tokenized they've tokenized right? I can mention many of them. All of them are given the position of speakers in parliament and we must dance and be joyful and say, yes, we've achieved 50-50%. That is a blatant lie. Give the people of africa a woman's president and demonstrate that you're a non-sexist organization defend women look what they've done to mumbling you know and i'm not saying she's correct but i'm just saying these are all the cracks the cracks of a dying women's league within the ANC but generally that of a deepening patriarchal organization that is killing the women's league the women's league are not being killed by themselves yes women are responsible but this is the work, orchestrated, calculated, patriarchal work of the ANC as a political organization.
0: Dr. Fakila Velakazi, a strong view there. Thank you. Director of the Gender Equity Unit at the, at the University of the Western Cape and a political analyst.